What up, what up, what up? Scooch! Week 2. Clubhouse. Fantasy Football League. In the books. And we had a pretty wild week. We had two 60-point scores. We had Aaron Jones and Dak Prescott both getting over 60. We had injuries galore. We had Saquon, number two pick, going down for the year. We had Christian McCaffrey, number one pick, going down for four to six weeks. We had Julio Jones, looking like he got hurt. We'll see there. Devontae Adams, same thing. Corlin Sutton out for the year. Raheem Moser rips off an 80-yard gain for a touchdown. Hurt for a few weeks. The injury bug is alive and well. And here to recap it all, I have the one and only, the one who is behind enemy lines, the new New York City resident, Flo, Frankie, Mirandi. Frankie, how we doing? Gee, I'm doing good. Pumped to be on. Uh, how fucking awesome is it to have football back or what? It is, yeah. It is perfect. Um, I really, coming into sort of the middle of the summer, didn't think we were going to have any football. So uh, being able to have at least two weeks of it is, uh, it has been pretty awesome, even though uh, the injury train we had this week. But uh, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, no, I would agree. Um, but thankfully, my team didn't get hit with the injury bug. So, uh, you know, you know how it yeah. goes. I got Christian McCaffrey down, but we'll get into that later for sure. Um, <laughs> So for the podcast, we'll get into a little bit of the weekly matchups. I'll go over the weekly matchups, who won, who lost, and then we'll get into a little bit of uh, your team, and then we'll see what you think of everybody else's team. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So starting off week two, I will just go down through the list I have here, which puts me at the top because it is. I am looking at it from my league page. I was able to beat out Brando 253 to 202. Grunts was able to beat out Russ in convincing fashion at 240 to 154. Mikey with the second weekly win already in as many weeks with 258 to 153 against Bubba. That gives Bubba the second in as many weeks low score. We have Gallagher losing to Chad in a close battle, the closest one of the weekend. Chad, 215. Gallagher, 204. And we have Frankie coming in with the storm over Tampa Bay, 251 to 166. Just a complete blowout, Frankie. How are you feeling about the squad? Uh, I'm feeling good about the squad. I love the the framework I got going. Okay. Um, obviously, it's no uh, it's no secret. I typically deploy no running back method. So okay. just meaning five wide receivers and then yep. two running backs. Obviously, uh, lucky enough to get Eckler kind of out of steal. I kind of think I paid you know real price for Jonathan Taylor at this point. I think it was around twenty one dollars. Yeah. Um, but I mean. Calvin Ridley is what I thought he is, and okay. he's the top five wide receiver. He's going to oh, wow. have more fantasy points than Julio Jones, and um, I'm glad I did not overestimate his ceiling because I, I put it as high as it could possibly be. Okay. All right. And, yeah, you were able to kind of spike on the uh, the Jonathan Taylor there. So 
how are you feeling about the quarterbacks? I, you got Russ. How are you feeling about Minshew? Yeah, so it's less about Minshew, Tannehill, and, and Kirk's obviously going to be dropped after uh, this week's performance. Uh, <laughs> if he dies, he dies. I, I, I hope he dies. Um, <laughs> I, I'm more concerned about my own managerial skills. Uh, okay. I just I overthink myself. Um, you know, I'm stoned half the time. I'm kind of an idiot sometimes. And uh, I mean, Kirk Cousins at three points was, you know, the worst start of the of the week. <laughs> Yeah. And the rest of the league should be concerned that I hung 250 with, uh, you know, with three a JV, the with, a, with a JV QB plan. Okay. And uh, tell me a little bit about the uh, the two defense strategy you've been deploying <laughs> this whole year. Uh, I like that. I like that you picked up on that, Dave. <laughs> um, so I'm a big matchup guy, but mm-hmm. I'm also an impatient guy. So okay. I don't just look at my current matchup. I look at matchups weeks out. Okay. And right now I'm, you know, obviously beyond my QB2 position, all my other positions, like no one's coming out. That the, My lineup is what my lineup is. Okay. So I think I can afford to hold multiple defenses. And don't be surprised if you see three on my roster. Okay. Would you, uh, if you could give a little piece of advice to Bubba and Russ as they seem to need it, would you Ooh. tell them to uh, oh, meet? Yeah, let me scroll down these these stand. All right, yeah, they, oh, there they are. Okay. Yeah, would you? I didn't know if you, I had to go into a second page for a second. So <laughs> let me first, Bubba. I mean, whew, guy was spending so much cash at the draft. I thought he had an extra hundred dollars, extra two hundred dollars, but <laughs> whew, I mean, I guess that that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Russ. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna get we're gonna get into these teams. They, uh, right. you know, I, I don't think anyone is officially out. Yeah, but there are some teams that are we're going not in, three and they're almost on life support. Would you would you say that they are they're not out, but they're not in? <laughs> they, they're yeah, I, I'm you know me, I'm not I'm a big connect the dots guy. They're they're <laughs> definitely they're definitely on the on the outside looking in. Okay, all right. Um, so you have a matchup this week against Brando. How are you feeling about that? I feel good. Um, I think. His matchups aren't that good um, compared to my matchups. And I don't think any of my wide receivers really went off last week. The five of them combined for around 120 points. I think I'm going to consistently get that out of those guys. Okay. So I really think – I think think a storm is is coming again at the the shit show. Oh, Um, wow. I don't think Michael Thomas is going to play. Yeah. Oh, my boy, my boy Galladay, and uh, he is my boy keeper in a in another league. Yeah. Um, conspiracy theory. He there there is no hammy. Um, I follow KGXIX on Insta. He's yep. out he's out walking his dog on, on his Insta stories. So there was rumblings here. They were getting an extension. They were getting close to an extension. We don't hear that anymore. Now we hear hammy. I don't think he's hurt. Ooh, so okay. Um, I, I like that he's he's probably gonna play and, and and he's a beast. He's about as boomer bust as it gets. He's kind of a yeah. kind of a poor man's Mike Evans, even yeah. though really not that poor. Yep. Um, but hey, he's got a good team. I mean, I just traded him four guys, so what can I say? <laughs> so he's got four of your guys. So he <laughs> must be good at this point. Um, but I uh, a hard stance. There's Michael Thomas isn't playing this week. Okay. No, All right. I mean, got a high ankle sprain. Um, I don't. I just think Sean Payton operates differently than Matt Rule, the the Panthers coach, because mm-hmm. high ankle sprain for Michael Thomas is a high ankle sprain for it, it's a high ankle sprain. So right. McCaff was out four to six weeks. They instantly said that. Yeah. I mean, 
Thomas is going to miss another week or so, at least. Okay. All right. So um, it sounds like overall you are pretty up on on the squad. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely am. Um, okay. Doesn't mean there's not a few moves to make. Um, yeah. I think I just need to – I think a lot of it is my own internal roster management. Okay. I get I get the pieces I like right now. Um, I, I still think I'm one move away from really bulldozing. Yep. But at some point the the cream does rise to the rise to the top, and I think I'm uh, one of the the few teams that's gonna gonna rise. Okay. Perfect. All right. We will get into the next team here then. Uh, the team. Well, before we before we jump okay. in. Okay. I do think Brando has a good team. I'm All not, right. We're not gonna we'll, cut that. I mean. Yeah. No. We'll get, get to Brando's team. Good. I mean. He's okay. gonna. He might get blown out this week. He might not. But we'll yeah. uh, we'll we'll get to that there. Um, so speaking of the uh, the cream rising to the top, I don't know if this is cream or not. But going into Mikey's team here, uh, you know we've we've had two weeks so far. Mikey has been the weekly winner of both of those weeks. Uh, how are we feeling about Mikey's team? He's he's not he's not cream. He's uh, not it, cream. What what is it uh? For contenders or pretenders, he's a he's a pretender with a P, capital P as in Pratt. Oh, um, yeah, uh, what I'm what I'm looking at right now is I see I see 42 from Diggs and 63 from Dak, 105. That's not sustainable from two guys. Um, it's similar mm-hmm. similar to how I think think about Gruntz's team, but yep. um, I, I don't think Mikey can sustain this. I think Kamara is a stud. Mostert going down for a couple weeks is going to hurt him. Um, I mean, you definitely you know, pants him in that trade, but, but DK is, he's, he's good. And he's, he as good, good. As, he's as good as, as Russ is and Russ is as good as it gets. So, but I just, I think, um, I mean, Dak's not getting you 60 every week and yeah. Diggs, I think was, this was a good game for him, but I'm, I'm pretty low on Diggs this year. Yeah. I definitely have him outside my top 20. Yeah. Um, so I just think Mikey's team's more middle of the pack and less, you know, first place undefeated dominant season. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at Mikey's team here, and it's uh, pretty easy to win the the week. Not to not to slight Mikey at all, but kind of um, <laughs> to you know, you get Raheem Moster at five bucks, and he just rips off a 75 and an 80 yard run back to back weeks. Um, he's got Cooper Cup, who just stinks. Uh, <laughs> Adam Thielen came back down to earth. Drew Brees, like. Yes, he did get DK, but I just had to get like I can hopefully find another wide receiver. I had to get Drew Brees off my team. His arm has fallen off. Do you think you could throw farther than Drew Brees right now? Yeah, hundred percent. And I got a girly arm. I I don't think I can, but I I, I believe that you can. I've seen you throw football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I can. Um, and I think it's only a matter of time before they run those defenses down. And Drew Brees is just like, uh, uh Jameis could be starting by the end of the year. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. So, I mean, I look at he's got he's got Melvin Gordon, uh, who should be on Drake's team, uh, just given <laughs> the age limit <laughs> on everybody else's team. Uh, he's got Zach Ertz here, who who stinks. Uh, Anthony Miller, did he put up a zero? Yes, he did. Um, yeah, I mean, Mikey, he's he, he's got Teddy Bridgewater on his squad. Like like, what more do you need to know? Um, the 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 squad I think is a little bit boomer bust there. Uh, uh, he's been booming, but I I think it's going to come back down to earth pretty soon. I would I would concur. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we think Mikey's coming back down to earth. So that's a wrap for Mikey's team. Next we will head into 
the guy on last week's podcast now i have some bad news for the rest of the listeners out there <laughs> frankie admitted to me that he did not listen to last week's podcast <laughs> but if he would have when joe was introducing frankie's team he also gave the backstory of how him and frankie met so Wow. Frankie, I don't want that to play into how we talk about Gruntz's team. We all know now that you guys were roommates at St. Joe's, freshman year, uh, best buds. Oh um, did he did he shed a tear? <laughs> I mean, I, I did we we transition yeah, from from a, sure, a fantasy sure. football podcast to more of a you know I've known Frank for about you know six years now. Yeah, I remember yeah. the first time I saw him, he had a he had a backwards hat on, mid socks. <laughs> from the North Shore, I knew we were going to be best buds. Yeah, it was like a Joe Tells All kind of thing. Yeah, um, like at the I, end of The Bachelor. So I will say one thing, if we want, if I can re rethrow a story back in there. Okay. Uh, Move-in day, Gruntz is already in the dorm room with his parents, and I'm, I'm pulling up with my parents, and he's out the window, and he's, where the fuck have you been? Get the fuck up here. Let's fucking go. Here we fucking do it. And my parents were like, uh, I was like, yeah, that's uh, that's my roommate. He's from he's from Peabody, <laughs> and uh, my mom's from Peabody, so she kind of laughed. So that was that was that. But yeah, Gruntz was a Gruntz was he was a good roommate. Like I could kick him out when I had uh, uh, you know a significant other over, but he, yeah. he he smelled really bad, and I don't want that to get ever get lost. You know, as the years as the years go by, I, I don't want that odor to be to be forgotten. He was <laughs> he was tier one stank. So, so you want the people to know that yeah. you don't ever want them to forget that he no, he no. did stink in college. Abs, absolutely. Oh, right. <laughs> absolutely. Not on the baseball field. Not on the baseball field. <laughs> no, but just in real life. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Because some of these guys only know him through the through through, through the screen. Through no, the of podcast. course. You can Google. You can Google Joe Gronkowski, and you see you know a stud stud baseball player, North Shore MVP, beat out a beat out a good friend of mine, Greg Ladd, 2010. You know. Yeah. Uh, it was big, big season for him. So, uh, but stinks. You know, yeah, you know, there's a lot of, there's, you know, fake news out there. News can be deceiving. So, I, you know, I just wanted to put that on the record. All right, perfect. So, it doesn't sound like after that that you're going to be holding anything back on Gruntz's team. But let's get into it. Uh, he he does just a couple highlights here. He does still have Jimmy G in the starting lineup, who's projected for 1.9 <laughs> points. Um, he, it doesn't look like he's going to be starting anytime soon. Um, he might have nearly missed an injury with Devontae Adams. He's got Josh Allen playing out of his mind. Deontay Johnson, I don't know where this guy came from, but he looks pretty decent. Uh, Devin Singletary, I mean, he's got to get him out of there. H- how are you feeling about Joe's team? <laughs> uh, I, I definitely second the Devin Singletary. I, I'm not sure he deserves to be rostered in our league. <laughs> but um, I think it's. I think he has a good team. I think his team's better than Mikey's. But I yep. also think it's more closer to the four or five range and less to the you know top three. Um, you know Josh Allen really good, just like Dak really good, and Josh Allen will probably be a top seven fantasy Q. He's not getting you sixty every week, and he just beat up on what the Jets and Dolphins. I mean, yeah, that's not going to be every single week. So right. that's that. Devonte, I. I I'd be a little more concerned about everything being perfectly okay with Devontae. And that's, yeah. uh, I'm a big Devontae guy rostered in my other three leagues. Um, you know, I think he's probably the only wide receiver that should have more fantasy points than my boy Calvin Ridley. But, um, you know, neither here nor there. I was <laughs> surprised by Josh Jacobs last night. So 
I was really, after week one, overreaction week, I was like, how do we miss on Josh Jacobs? He's this year's Dalvin Cook. He's consensus going to be top five running back. Boom, boom, boom. And uh, even before he was injured, I didn't think he looked that good last night. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously he's got Chubb. This whole namesake thing, I mean, I'm probably going to change my name two more times this year. Uh, I was even engaged in a, a, you know, trade talks, we'll call it. And someone even said namesake. They didn't want to trade a guy, and that guy isn't even very good. Um, oh. So I don't get the whole the whole namesake. That's that's never going to be one for me. Yeah. Um, but all in all, Gruntz's team I think is still good enough to be in the playoffs. Um, I don't think he's I don't think he has a top three team. Mm. Okay. But I do love Deontay Johnson. I'm with you. Um, I don't know where he came from. I think was it Oklahoma State maybe? Yeah. Was it the Blitnikoff winner? I, I don't know, but he's he's good. He's really good. He he's I mean, the Steelers can draft wideouts. They can I, I like that other dude from Notre Dame too. Yeah. Um so yeah, I like this guy. And yeah, Singletary, Miles Sanders, those are those guys I probably wouldn't play ever, but I guess Sanders had a decent game. Yeah. For sure. He's got Josh Kelly on the bench. He's got Robbie Anderson on the bench. You know, Robbie Anderson should be getting some burn on Joe's team. No respect. No respect for Robbie (laughs) and Higby. I mean, we're literally Higby was one of the best, not tight ends, fantasy players for the last six weeks of the season last year. Yeah. And we're just we're I mean, Gruntz isn't watching football. He's no, just, I mean, it's no. a bad time to have Robbie Anderson on your bench because there isn't a bigger Robbie Anderson camp than who's on this podcast right now, no. the two of us. So, I um, mean, and it's going to keep going. That's why I'm a little down on my guy DJ Moore because Robbie A is alive and well. He's not, you know, he's not drinking and driving, not driving 120 miles an hour or yeah. 150, whatever he was doing. But, I mean, he's, he's, like, he's booming right now. Yeah, and if there's one thing I'm going to guarantee on this podcast – uh, you know, one claim I'm going to make, it's that by 10 a.m. tomorrow after Joe listens to this, Robbie Anderson's going to be in a starting lineup. Absolutely. Yeah. I would 100% agree. Yeah. He's um, going to be listening to us. He's going to put Robbie Anderson in there, and he's probably never going to take him out. And, you know, that's that's a good move for Joe. <laughs> uh, I got two quick things before we can move on to Grunts's. Um, okay. Noah Fant was very high on. Mm-hmm. No Drew Locke. I, I mean, I love my man Blake Bortles, but I don't, I don't know how, how that looks. Nikhil Harry, I think moving forward should should start to get a little more respect, and he's gonna he's gonna get these targets. He's gonna he looks better with Cam. Cam's clearly taking him under his wing. I think Nikhil Harry should be working his way into an everyday starter in a fantasy league. In our league, where it's PPR wow. five wideouts in in this okay. league. In this league. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, perfect. You heard it here first, Joe. So that's that's a wrap on Joe's team. Just the the claim to, the claim for that is that uh, Joe will have Robbie Anderson starting lineup <laughs> tomorrow by 10 a.m. So moving on to our third place team, which is me actually, Frankie. Oh. I will let you do the honors here. How do you feel about the squad? Yeah. So. Uh... Inside joke, am I not nerdy enough? Is it Harry Potter? I don't know what Todd Dillerson is. Todd Dillerson is from, have you watched the show Dave? Damn, never even heard of it. So Dave is the show from Little Dicky. It was written by the same guys that wrote Curb Your Enthusiasm. All right, you know. You have to check it out. It's on FX. You're going to love it. That's a plug for the show there. They can sponsor here. So 
the backstory is that little Dickie is doing a show with Ty Dollar Sign. You're gonna have yeah, to watch I, it for the context. But I do like Ty Dollar Sign. He's in Dave's, that uh, song with Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. So Dave's mom is going to the show and she's reading the pamphlet and she's this old Jewish lady and she says, T ta, ta, who is Todd Dillerson? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I got it from. And the picture is of Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's that's where she is. Okay. Um yeah. all right, we'll jump we'll jump into the team. All Matt right. Ryan, I uh I love. Um okay. I think you, you like I said, you, you pants Mikey, you definitely took him to the cleaners. Yeah. Uh, um I I think I even told you full you know to everyone else that I, I think I I overpaid for Russell Wilson. I think I wish I overpaid for Matt Ryan. And guess what? I, I still stand by that. Matt, you know, Russell Wilson's MVP through two weeks. Mm -hmm. But Matt Ryan's going to throw the ball over 700 times. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're going to be down every game. Their defense is horrible. Julio, Ridley, Hurst, um, you know, even your, your guy Gage here, who I, I don't know much about, to be honest. I know I know he's on an offense where they pass a lot. So I <laughs> Exactly. Um, Aaron Jones, I mean, geez, I, I – I don't know what to say. Yeah. He, he, to me, if we had this podcast last week, I would have been telling you, I don't even know if I'd start him. Yeah. So that's how completely off I'm, I am on him. I was off on him last year. For some reason, I decided to be down on him going into this year, and nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Uh, the offense has really two players besides Rodgers, and he's one of them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Johnny Smith outstanding i think we talked about that he's yep. he's gonna be a beast um i'm low on gala i'm low on james connor even though yep. coming off a big game i thought i thought snell even before connor's injury looked better than in week one yep. um and I, I like stafford he's he's serviceable yeah um there's a world in which he finishes as like a top 12 fantasy qb yeah um Marquise Brown is, is someone who confuses me, though. He's someone yeah. I was really high on this year. He was someone I walked away thinking, what well, you got as an absolute steal. He, I, he was in my top five steals in the draft. Yeah. But if the Ravens are the Ravens, he's not going to get the targets. Right. So it's a, that, that could be a little concerning. But sure. all, in, all in all, I think McCaffrey makes you not a tier one team. Yeah. McCaffrey injury. Uh, yeah. I would have said if McCaffrey is healthy, just looking at your team right now, that you're you were in my top three. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no McCaff, I, I, I don't even know how to predict it. I'm yeah. sure. Who knows? I don't know what your schedule looks like, but you can make it work. Yeah. I mean, I got Bubba this week, and I got um, Russ in two weeks. So I should be staying afloat, I would think, while, I am, uh, while I'm out with McCaffrey. And that, that, that Fuller bagel really makes me, you know. Yeah, questionable. Excited. No, 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 not questionable. It just makes me very excited that Brandon Cooks was a throw-in in this, this little deal I, uh, I had go, going on over the weekend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that bagel makes me very excited. <laughs> so, so no one wants to hear, uh, you know, sit here, hear me talk about my own team. <laughs> so anything else you want to add about my team or can we move on? Um... I mean, I'm, everyone's probably going to be like, oh, it's so nice to do. It seems pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't like James Conner. So yeah. I, I fuck cancer, but I don't like him. I don't think he's that good. 
Yep. And I think Gallup is noticeably worse than CeeDee Lamb, and it's probably going to be two or three more weeks until McCarthy probably realizes that because he's, you know, two or three weeks behind everyone else because he's a moron. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we are moving on to our fourth place team, which is Chad Rafferty. Whew. So we got Chad's team here, uh, Big Ben and Burroughs. He's got <laughs> Fournette that's made his way into the starting lineup. He's got Zeke and Derrick Henry. He's got a good set of wide receivers. The team looks pretty solid to me. What do you think about it? I His team is labeled scary. That doesn't okay. mean he's a tier one team. Yep. That doesn't mean he's the best team. His team is scary, and I'll tell you why. All right. Fournette's scary. Everyone okay. should be scared of Fournette, and you should be scared because it's of the unknown. I yep. mean, is he going to be a top five fantasy running back? Because if he is, then Chad's team's a problem. Yeah. I, even though he, he paid $100 for Derrick Henry, and I hated it then, and still hate it now, at, at some point, Henry, Zeke, and Fournette, if it you know forecasts the way it is, they're going to be rolling mid-end of the season right when it comes fantasy playoff time. Um I think I don't know if Chad has his, you know, Chad has his own. I don't know if Chad has the managerial skills to yeah. to really ride whatever storm he's about to face yeah. at some point. Exactly. But if he can, I think his team could be very scary because, I mean, Fournette looked good. Yeah. He looked good. Yeah. Um, his team would probably be better if he still had Russell Wilson, but um, his team could be scary. his team team could be scary i like joe burrow a lot i I, big ben i'm tired i'm I'm done saying he's gonna get injured or he's hurt because he's just hurt at all times and he still puts up these numbers so that was a fucking steal for him i think he paid two dollars for him uh julio can we is he almost a boomer bust at this point I, I, i mean he's consistent because he's just consistently good every year but is he a boomer bust at this point yeah, I don't know what what to what to make of Julio. I originally said in the first podcast that I did when I was reviewing everybody's draft that I thought Julio at forty seven dollars was an overpay, and I got laughed at week one after he scored thirty seven point seven points. And I got to tell you, Frankie, you're not in the chat that much, but the birdies weren't chirping this week when he scored <laughs> four point nine. Uh, so I'm just gonna throw that out there that. I mean, he could be boomer bust, and at forty-seven dollars, that's not where you're looking for. You're not looking for boomer bust at that point. So uh, I I agree. I mean, even if you're maybe overpaying for Tyree Kill, I'm more of I love boomer bust. I just need I, I need to know that that guy is a boomer bust. Like <laughs> right, I can't your, have Julio. I can't have Julio being like Julio is one of my foundational pieces. He's getting me, you know, twenty or every week. He is that guy. He can't right. transition to a boomer bust without me knowing. right exactly so like when uh, i start will fuller yeah yeah we know what that is when he gets zero i'm really not that concerned about it because it's bound to happen at some point exactly and then you know you got like a a robert woods where he's consistently getting you 15 points and you know what you're getting um that's why chad might not be able to weather the storm because it's i mean some of it 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 just could be a headache i don't know and juju i mean yeah He's yeah. Deontay Johnson looks better than him. Yeah. And I mean that's that's that. Evan Ingram. I mean, 
I do like Tyler Boyd. Corey Davis, I don't think he's a starter beyond this week when A.J. Brown's back. Yeah. Um, it really is. It really comes down to Fournette, Henry, and Zeke could be very scary come playoff time. Yeah, for uh, sure. That could probably make up his make up for his gaps. Okay. Anything else you want to add about uh, about Chad's team? Um, this is, yeah, the Whomping Willows. Is that another one that I should know? Or? I don't know what that is. Okay. I mean, Chad's always got these geek um, I would like to you know, say that on the record that Chad is a uh, valued trade partner of, uh, of, of Frank Morandi. So I'd, I'd like to put that on the record. Okay. Yep. All right. We'll put that on the record. We'll put that on the record. More Ridley has a valued trade partner in the Whomping Willows. Yep. Okay. All right, so moving on. We are moving on to mix in a clue. Mike Gallagher's team, he is – I haven't been doing this very often or uh, at, all, at all yet. Um, so just quickly, Mike is at 4-0 at the moment. Grunts is at 4-0. I am at 4-0. Chad is at 4-0. We have skipped Frankie because he is on the podcast and we have chatted about his team. He is 2-2. Two and two. We are getting now to mix in a clue, Mike, which is Gallagher's team. He is at one and three. How are you feeling about this team, Frankie? Uh, his team is a prime example of how some people can't build out a roster. Um, he didn't have enough money to fill out his roster. Yeah. He, he, he paid for Lamar. He paid for D-Hop. Kelsey Mixon and then he, he I'm not gonna say he lucked out from Cam because I believe that Gallagher probably knew Cam was gonna be a beast I mean I'm not surprised by this at all he's my starter in other leagues yeah. uh I mean yeah it was the biggest question is is his is his shoulder gonna fall off the first throw and if not he's good most of his injuries have never really been from running the ball right uh, obviously he gets concussions but that's not that big of a fucking deal we're not right. the CTE police um <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you pay that much for Kelsey, D-Hop, Lamar Jack, and these guys are good players. Mixon, these are all good players, but you, you better be able to pick the other ones. And right. Slayton's a boomer bust, like playing it. CeeDee Lamb, probably going to be a little more consistent than a boomer bust, so I don't hate it. Paris, he's a bum. Get him out of there. He's gone. Um, I just think he's, I mean, he, he just, Newton just got him 50, and he lost, still lost. Um, so... He's got he's got an uphill battle. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of, and he's probably gonna think this is because I want to make a trade with him. But I think he's got the tools to make his team a lot better if he made one trade or yeah. maybe two. He so, just need to, people need to fill out their rosters. It's like when everyone's doing the auction draft, they want to throw so much money and they get three awesome players, and then they got eight starters that are just like, you know, these guys aren't are barely even rosterable. Right. Yeah, so I mean, we can get we can get into that a little bit too. Um, so that's the thing about call it what it is, studs and duds, where it's tough to when you spend all that money on three, four guys. It's not just Gallagher; it's it's Bubba, um, it's other guys, and and people do it. It's a known strategy; people do it everywhere. But you need to be able to pick the other guys. And looking at Gallagher's team here, and no slights to Gallagher because he's been very good in the league for a while. Um, but in our league, I think you'd agree with me that like having David Montgomery as your second running back when you're building a, a, a studs and duds team isn't ideal. 
because he's, I mean, I mean, I think he did okay this week. Yeah, 24 points this week, but that's his ceiling. Just, right, that's, he, ceiling. that's his ceiling. So like, if you could have somebody else in there that is either going that could get 40, like David Montgomery, that's a ceiling. His ceiling's 25. Like, yes, he might never get below 10. He might have a low, a high floor, but that's not what wins this league. And then the, I'm sure he'll get out of it and and trade because people are going to need tight ends at some point. Mm-hmm. But having two tight ends in the two flex spots where they can't, they're I, very unlikely to ever get the hundred yard bonus. Yes. Is I, I got, I mean. Yeah. I mean, dual tight ends. I think there's one other roster at Brando, but he has Mark Andrews and Darren Waller. I yeah. mean, that, yeah. Borderline. It's, Even it's that's just really, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer of, unless you really have good fucking running backs that you are making a mistake by not starting five wide receivers. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I fell ass backwards into you know, finding that out in this league a long time ago. Yeah. And it just stuck. It just really stuck. I mean, it just is a consistent model and it's, you obviously have to pick the right wide receivers and you have to clearly know how to manage the other positions. And, but, and you have to be comfortable. You have to be comfortable. Probably only, I only have two running backs in my roster. So you have to be comfortable doing that. You have to, I guess, be able to make trades and shit like that. But yeah, I mean, starting two tight ends or starting four running backs, it's, I mean, it's not going to get done. No, for sure. And 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 definitely not if they're, you can't be starting these lower tier running backs in a flex spot. Like, just take David Montgomery, for example. You can't, I understand why he's got him in the running back spot, because you got to start running back there, obviously. But you can't have a guy like him in the flex spot. Those got to be... Essentially wide receivers. I mean, I won a league that this is this mimics another league that I do. Um, and I won that league with the year that Ertz went off and I had Kelsey and I got them both at like 13 or 14 dollars each because it was Kelsey and Ertz's breakout year. But that's the only time I've ever seen it work. It, it, maybe with Gronk and somebody else. But when Gronk was good, like there was only a, the only other guy that was any good at tight end was jimmy graham everybody else you were sweating that they would at least catch one pass that week yeah so and and then and one thing I w- i'd like to put on the record as well because there might be plenty of listeners in this league and i think there might even be an owner or two that i've never even met who the hell's frank i have the greatest team in the history of the clubhouse league it didn't win the championship <laughs> but i want that on the record because the <laughs> there it put up the points it was elite as fuck, and in the real world, we still recognize the 2007 Patriots as the greatest football team ever, although they didn't win the championship. I just wanted to throw that out there because I'm getting critical of some teams, and there might be people saying, who the fuck's this guy? All right, so I will make, after that statement, I will make a pledge to the league to go back these these advanced— You know what I'm talking about. I, I know what you're talking about, but I'm saying these advanced statistics, we have them here. Um, and we have basically everybody versus everybody. We have wins by week. We have rankings one through 10 and strength of schedule. Yep. I will make a pledge at some point to go back through the years of the clubhouse and do Just all of those statistics. In, yeah. Find that one individual team. Yep. So that, that we can, I add that. 
Right. So that we can see your average placement, average placement of teams over the course of seasons yep. throughout the clubhouse. Okay. And that's going to be that that's going to determine the because uh, it doesn't matter roster construction because everyone has the same rosters. So the uh, the lowest average placement will determine the best team. And I don't uh, I don't disagree that it, that it could be one of the best teams. I don't know. Um, yep. But uh, but we'll be able to find that out once and for all, I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's science. I like it. All right. All right. Perfect. Uh, so anything else you want to add about Gallagher's team before we move on? We kind of get a little tangent there, but it's all right. Yeah, I mean, he get, he got enough he got enough airtime. Okay. All right, cool. So we will move on to actually your opponent this week, the shit show, Brando. Ooh. What do you think about Brando's team? I think Brando I think Brando has a good squad. I think okay. I still I still believe in Wentz. I don't think he's a bum. So I think okay. I I still believe Brando has two top 10 QBs and at, is this an overreaction? Kyler Murray's getting at least 750 rushing yards. Uh, I don't think uh, I don't I think mean, it's he, an overreaction. He hung um, up over 100 week one, 67 week two. I mean, Lamar had over a thousand last year, and that's a similar, you know, those are similar numbers. So, yep. yep. Um, and I mean, I'm I'm a believer in the, some of the guys I gave him. Like Chark's good. Ty yep. is. I mean, he sucked these two games. But he's not a scrub. He is someone that you can rotate into your roster. But Chark's an everyday player. I mean, Waller, I, 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 I liked that I overpaid for Evans and it made my team better. But I, I need to talk about Waller for one second. Yeah. Waller was the steal of the draft. Okay. I got Darren Waller for $3. Yep, you did. Ertz, Kelsey, Kittle, Andrews, they were all 15, 20, 25, 30. Darren Waller was the number three tight end in this clubhouse league last year. Mm-hmm. He only had three touchdowns. Yeah. And he was the second tight end behind Kelsey in receiving yards and receptions. Yeah. No Tyrell Williams this year. We just saw that game last night. Um, I mean, if he's as long as he's you know clean off the sauce, yeah. he's, a, he's, a, he's a problem, and I am very much comfortable saying that I traded away the number one fantasy tight end. <laughs> okay. Um, the tight, the fantasy tight end thing brings up another interesting point as well. Um, just in terms of sort of game theory about how to play fantasy. Um, but I, I, it's always been weird to see Kelsey and Kittle, just essentially two guys go for 40, $45. I think they went for 30 in our league, but say 30, so say 30. Um, and then everybody else goes for four dollars it would be like if McCaffrey and Saquon went for 60 each and the rest of us just conspired to say hey we're going to pay no more than five dollars for every other running back Kelsey went for 38 Kittle went for 27 yeah it's just at that point like if if Lamar and Pat went for 50 each but then the next closest guy goes for 10 like they probably aren't worth it at that point and this, and this will support your theory more, and this might have been a mess up on me. Mark Andrews went for $5. So, I mean, Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, those are two absolute right. steals of the right. draft. Right. Absolute. Everybody, if nobody, and it's like that, it seems like that, it's like that in most home leagues. Every, or like, everything. Even yeah. in, a, in a snake draft, 12 teams, I got Darren Waller in the ninth round. And he, I believe, was the 10th tight end off the board. I could yeah. not believe it. 
it's crazy. So yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a problem. So I think um, I think Brando has a playoff team. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I think his team. I think I mean Gurley. Uh, he's another one. I mean, I think he lucked out with his Robinson dude. Yeah. But I don't know if Gurley. He, I get he's rosterable. I don't know if he's playable. I don't yeah. know if he's playable. He's yeah. not catching the ball. He's so touchdown dependent. And yeah. if the Falcons are going to be losing every game, I mean, you're going to be begging that he scores touchdowns to even get to 15, 20. Right. And they have so many guys that can score touchdowns as well. It's not like they're the Patriots where it has to be Cam sort of walking it in in the end zone. It's if they're getting down there, they can spread it out with four guys and or five guys even with uh, or say four. Sorry. With Gage, uh, Julio, Ridley, and Hurst, and all four of those guys can catch a touchdown. And they're, I mean, they're also the worst team, the worst red zone team in the league. So for yeah. Gurley to be really as he's as touchdown dependent as of a run, as a running back there is right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And for a team that's just not good in the in the red zone, I mean, they yeah. got Young Hung Koo, so they're going to be kicking <laughs> field goals. Right. So I mean, table knock to Brando for the uh, James Robinson pickup. That's a that's a sneaky little pickup there. Um, he's got Odell. If he can come back and show any resemblance of his old self, uh, he's got a good player there. Uh, Galladay. Where are you on Odell though? Where I am not anywhere near, uh, how much did Odell go for 27? I wouldn't have paid 2.7 for him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was someone that I, a year ago would have argued he was the best wide receiver in football. I mean, he still might be. Yeah. He's just fantasy wise. He, yeah, he's someone that I, I would I would avoid. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but if he can get Michael Thomas so, and Galladay back in there. Uh, um, absolutely. And he's got, I mean, Chris Carson really doesn't look that bad. Carson uh, looks great. Everyone yeah. on the fucking Seahawks offense right now because this right. looks great. Is fucking yeah. Great. And he's got Kyler, like, fucking man in the ship up there. Yeah. Uh, up at the top of his roster. So, mm-hmm. uh putting up 35 and 40. I don't really see that going down that much. I mean, he he's like, he's not built like Cam, but he's running the ball into the end zone like Cam, just like completely untouched every time they get into the red zone. One And one thing you can notice, even just, not just with Brando's team, if you just look at other teams and like look when you lose or win, you know, if you have a bad week and lose and you put up around 200 points, your yeah. team's usually good. You know, when you win, you hang 250. Like, you know where you stand. Like, last week, I think I, I had over 200 points lost. This week, 250 wins. So it's like, when these teams are hanging 150 and losing, mm-hmm. that's an issue. When these teams are, you know, winning at the 2, 215 mark, you know, that that's that's where you, you should be concerned. If you're not if you're not getting out of bed at 200, that's, right. that's kind of where the cutoff is. Right, for sure. 100%. And that's where the league average is right now. As well, it's all the way at the bottom of the page, but the league average right now is 206. Yeah, that's with everybody involved. So. That feels high too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it was a high scoring week this week, but uh, yeah, I think Brando has a good team here. Um, I don't know what he's gonna do, kind of with the bench a little bit though. There's not really a lot of upside on the bench. It's just like kind of serviceable guys that he can play. He, I mean, he's got the big names he can trade. For um, sure. I didn't even let, realize this. David Johnson is another touchdown dependent guy. He's he's. Yeah. He's maybe a little healthier than Gurley, but yeah. they're the, they're the, pretty much the same player. For sure. Um, and he's got another brutal matchup this week with Pitts, Pittsburgh. So I don't see him coming out of that really anytime soon. But um, 
Yeah, I think Brando's got a good team. I think it's better than where he is now. He is in seventh place, right in front of the uh, the three it's cellar dwellers. So six out of ten make the playoffs. Six out of ten makes the playoffs. He's, he's got a playoff team. Yeah, for sure. I agree there. So now let's uh, we're getting down into the uh, the the sinking boat category. Yeah, let's bring up the we're, let's bring these boys back. Um, we got Tampa Bay here, Sean, in with just a narrow margin of 30 points above Russ and Bubba, who uh, I don't even know if those two know that they're in the league. Um, and Sean, Sean just should be counting his blessings that he's found two. We've found two guys for Sean so that he is not in last place every year. Um, he should be sending those guys thank you cards, maybe some flowers, uh, different things like that. But anyways, let's get into Sean's team here. Uh, he's got, you know, Brady at the top. So, yeah, so that's – that's I'd like to jump in. So one okay. thing I would like to say is yep. I'll never give up on a team that is, that is led by Tom Brady. Okay. No team led by Tom Brady is ever dead. You know, there, he, he has life as long as Tom Brady is there. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't even know where to start with his team, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, Edelman just had the greatest game. Not the, I mean, statistically, the most receiving yards he's ever gotten in a game. Yeah. He just gave him 40. And... I mean, we didn't even get to the 175 mark. <laughs> he didn't um, even come close. I respect. <laughs> I respect um, that that Drake didn't want to drop James White, and he really, I think he really wanted to pay tribute. Um, you know, our condolences to you know James White's father, and I think his mother was in, in critical condition, so that's why he left him in the lineup. And yeah. uh, I wasn't opposed to it. Um, you know, if I'm, you know, I, if I had the opportunity, I would have benched someone too in in solidarity. Um, (laughs) but you know, when I got, and I don't, I don't like to talk about what goes on behind the scenes in terms of trade conversations, but, but Lazard was very much a, a a player that, that, um, Drake desired. And uh, that, that caught me off surprise, caught me a bit off surprise. So I, I think he's got a lot of work to do, but like I said, He's got he's got Brady, yeah. He's never you're never de- you're never dead with Brady. Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean I I think I've said enough about Sean's team on this podcast. Even even we're only two weeks into it, but um, yeah. I will I will say I I I, I think he has the worst team in the league. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Bubba's could be worse at this point just because of more, I mean, Saquon going down and Sutton going down, but that's no fault to Bubba. Um, this is a team Sean willingly constructed. Uh, <laughs> I will, I, I will say though, I am, I am a little Edelman until he is hurt. And I hate to say this, he's he he he's not even practicing anymore yeah. because he, we're really you know, managing his reps that closely. Yeah. If he stays healthy, I, I, he's definitely a, a good player. He's definitely sure. a, a, you know, we just got, we got fooled again by Edelman. Like he's definitely a top 20 fantasy wide receiver if he's healthy. Top, maybe yeah. even top 15. Yeah. Um, so he, he's, I, you know, he did good there. You know, he's sure. probably overpaid for him, but um, that's mean. a good player. Amari, 
he's one that's fallen to, to more of the boomer bust for me these days. Um, yeah. You know, even though he's coming off two great weeks, mm-hmm. the, the, the Dallas, the Dallas to me, they're just, unless you have, I guess, Zeke and Dak, everyone else is kind of just, there's, there's so much shit going on there. Yeah. I don't think they have a, a clue in what they're doing. They're extremely talented. I heard you say, uh, I think on the first podcast, you thought they were the best offense in the league. I yeah. disagree. But they are extremely talented, and they don't know what the hell they're doing. So I just wouldn't feel confident that in Amari Cooper being like a top seven guy, top ten guy. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe, but I, I wouldn't feel confident. Cook, he's a bona fide scrub. Um, I, I don't know why he he wanted him. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not much else to say. I, I uh, think Jones, that – that was unfortunate that we had a Fournette show going because right. Dre could definitely have used Ronald Jones being a good player. For sure. Because he, he looked like a good player after we won. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to put something on, on the record. We might talk about it uh, in, in further weeks or, or future weeks. Um, but I think that we should all, you know, maybe come up with some sort of limit of what he's actually worth in a, in a normal league and let Sean pay that normal price for Brady. Brady. If he plays next year, make him pay that normal price for him. Because that's Sean's excuse every single year that he has to pay so much for Brady. That's why his team stinks. I don't – like you could have gave Sean 250 this year, and I don't think this team would be any different than what it is right here. I mean, <laughs> I don't like the idea of giving him a Brady <laughs> But just at what he's worth, he ain't going to have to pay 27 for him. He'll pay, you know, 10, 12, whatever that is. Drake, and, I'm taking a, and on the record, I'm taking a hit of the J for Drake on the podcast because his, his team's in trouble. <laughs> so anything else you want to add about Drake's team before we move on? No. Nah. All right. All right. We're good on Drake's team. Uh, next, we will move on to the ninth place team, which is Russ at... 313 he has uh he is out of the cellar by just six points uh he is currently at zero and four uh his past two weeks have been i believe yes ninth and ninth so he has uh versus everybody versus everybody two wins on the season they are both to bubba um zero and four munching rugs what do you think about this team so i've never met russ Yes, correct. Not uh, not many have. Um, he, he strikes me as someone who doesn't eat a lot of pussy. <laughs> the munch and rugs thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <all right. laughs> uh, so, so that was that was my my first thing. I mean, munch and rugs. It's like uh, you know the kind yeah. of the, the movies where it's like oh the the big giant and he's like just you know he's two feet tall, <laughs> oxymoron or something. Um. I mean, he's got Mahomes. He's got yeah. Watson. Hold on. We haven't even talked about the worst buy. So we talked about Derrick Henry. That might be the – I don't think that's going to be the worst buy. And I'm saying it. And this guy could still be the MVP and still win the Super Bowl. And you got – everyone can chirp. Mahomes was the worst fucking buy. I think he paid, oh. he paid over $50 for him. $52. Um, he wasn't even the number – I mean, he wasn't the number one quarterback last year. Yeah. Um, and it's just – yeah, fifty-two. That it's just that's a lot. That's that's a lot, and yeah. you can see the holes in his roster. And I would be very concerned about Clyde Edwards-Helaire, and not about him being 
good or bad. I think he's really good. I'd be a little more concerned that that might have been a little fugazi, fugazi week one, and uh, they were just, you know, national TV. We wanted to give him the ball. So maybe he'll have a big game on Monday night. But, I mean, he, he didn't touch the ball much. I watched the whole game. I, I bet the Chiefs like a moron. Um, he, he wasn't involved. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, he wasn't. And then, I mean, yeah, Scotty Miller, stop it. O.J. Howard, stop it. Cohen, Ray, Ray, like, yeah, his team, it, it's not good. It's not good. No. I, re- I like Terry McLaurin a lot. I really yeah. do. Um, I think they got the OC from Carolina last year, and that guy put you know DJ Moore on the map, even though mm-hmm. Moore was on the map already, but he's, I, I, I like him a lot. Um, yeah. And I do like J.K. Dobbins. The problem is, is you know, he's fighting for you know, rushing touchdowns with three, four other guys. Um, I think we're one season away from the J.K. Dobbins show. But, yeah. uh, it, and it, I mean, J.K. Dobbins had prior to the end of the game blowout when J.K. Dobbins went in, he ripped off a like 45 yard rush at the end of that game for which gets him an extra six or seven points. Um, prior to that, he had one carry for three yards and one catch for 13 yards uh, with like 50, 60 seconds left to go in the game. So, I mean, he's got five guys that single digit yeah, and it was at six. And like three of them, four of them are probably consistently going to do that. Yeah. Um, Tree Cohen's no more. I, I don't care what they say. Matt Nagy's an idiot. He's he's a fully uh, game flow type player. Um, yeah. So, and that I don't think that's how they want to play. They don't want to be in high scoring games and chucking it around. So, he's not an everyday guy. He's a he's a he's a flex running back that I value. He's mm-hmm. someone that I would want as my third running back play when people are in bye weeks or if someone's injured. Yeah. But he's not an everyday starter. O.J. Howard shouldn't be rostered. Scotty Miller, I I don't even think he should be rostered, but everyone was talking about him. Um, poor Emmanuel Sanders should come to New England because he ain't ever getting the ball. No. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, yeah, that's kind of where his team's at. Emmanuel had – he kind of looked lost out there last night, um, I thought. And then – Rigor is one of those guys that I think can be good, but it's going to take him a few weeks, and Russ could be 0-10 by the time that Rigor starts to get going. What do um, we think about Deshaun? You, um, I know you were very low on him going into the year. I I'm still you low on him. Overpaid on, yeah, yeah still, on. still low on him. He's, he's not – like, that was Baltimore, I guess, so that's a little bit different. But at the same time, he's got Pitt this week, so he's not going to do it – like, Pitt's going to be the same exact thing. Um, and he looks lost out there without D hop. So he's, he's one of those quarterbacks that he's like, he's a better, uh, I'm not going to disrespect him that bad, but, um, he holds the ball too long. What were you going to say? He's a better what? He's a better fucking Derek Carr. Like oh, Derek Carr last it. night was oh like, my God. Oh. Derek Carr last night is like holding the ball for 30 seconds. Like that's what Deshaun does. So and Deshaun like makes it look flashy cause he can get out of it at some points. But he doesn't need to get out of it. He should just get rid of the ball. I'm, I'm turning this into an FTP. Fuck the prep. Bill O'Brien's an idiot. Um, <laughs> I, Deshaun Watson, I'm, I'm going to say this. There's been a little – I guess I've, I'm probably going to come away looking like someone who's a Mahomes hater or Mahomes slander. Mahomes isn't that much better than Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, to me, is tier one, as elite as it gets. I think he's better than Lamar Jackson. We're not, I'm not talking fantasy-wise. I'm talking about it just like as a QB. Nah. Uh, but in terms of fantasy-wise, 
I think he's in trouble. He doesn't have any weapons, um, and their team sucks. I guess that's good for throwing the ball. But, yeah, no, no, I have Deshaun Watson probably as my fourth best QB just in the league. Oh, uh, yeah, he's not there for me. Yeah, I was, I was, I was surprised that you were, you, you, you were down on him. Yeah. Um, but I think from a fantasy perspective, I think, yeah, he's not, he's not going to be as elite as he was last year. No, for sure. Um, do you think that Russ does the play your defense against your quarterback this week? He's got Deshaun in Pittsburgh. I mean, <laughs> that's when you know your team's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like when you when you look at it and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the thing is, probably Deshaun's probably going to throw a pick or yeah. two. Yeah. Probably won't throw a lot of T. I mean, yeah, that, that Pittsburgh defense looks really good. Yeah. So, okay. Anything else about uh, Munch and Ruggs here? His, no, his team stinks. Okay. All right. We're moving on to our last and final team. Uh, we are with Bubba, who is 0-4 at 307. He has our two weekly stinkers. Uh, what do you think about Bubba's team here? Uh, I would say he's got the worst name in the league, least original. Uh, so I'll give, and I'll actually give uh, Gallagher a little uh, credit. Mix in the clue, Mike. It definitely made me la- like laugh a lot the first time I read it. Um, <laughs> and I think he probably came up with that on his own. So yeah. that, that's definitely the best team name. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bubba. This is this is one that I people you know people don't forget. Where I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Facetime in I think Grunts during the draft. Bubba, a um, little context, did the draft at Drake's house with most of the other owners. And I hear Bubba in the background talking about my draft strategy. Because, you know, he's just sitting around and all of a sudden he's going to have to overpay for all these scrub players. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, this, this dude came into the draft thinking he had the best method. He was even picking these elite guys like, oh, I want Saquon and I want Dalvin. Honestly, those are two of the elite running backs that I did not want. Um, and he's like, I want both of them. Instantly grabs Tyree Kale, which from a boomer bust standpoint, I love it. But it's like, you're going to pay top top dollar. Like Tyree Kale is going to be a top three wideout. And that's probably not going to happen. Um, yeah. And then he, he clearly just couldn't fill out the rest of his roster. So uh, I'd let, I'm definitely giving him a little, people don't forget. He was trapped with my squad. He's in, uh, he's in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I think I feel bad. Bubba said we met before, so uh, we've we've met before, and um, I'm sure he's a good guy. His his team is, I mean, Greg Olson shouldn't be rostered. Um, great, great guy, Dal- terrible manager. Yeah, Dalvin's gonna Dalvin's gonna be worse. Dalvin's only gonna be he's gonna be worse. Kirk's gonna be horrible. They only got one wide receiver. They're gonna be throwing nine ten in the box. That's an issue. Um, and then, I mean, maybe Blake Bortles could save his season and make Jerry Judy, like, a thousand-yard receiver. But that might be the stoolie in me. Yeah, um, yeah I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. Uh, I think your boy Goff is back, and I think the Rams are legit. So I like Goff, um, and I like, you know, obviously Hill. He, I mean, yeah. I mean, his, his team's in trouble, but he has enough players to make a few moves and put yeah. himself back in contention. Um I think his team's better than the other two teams, though. I think his team's better than Russ and Drake's team. Okay. Even with the injuries. Wow. Yeah. All right. 
Wow, he's got Naheem Hines putting up a stinker there. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I mean, that's a joke. How much? How much did he bid for him on the on the waiver? Forty. Yeah, I mean, come on. He didn't, he doesn't. So, good guy doesn't watch college football. Doesn't watch college football. Clearly, maybe. No, has no idea who Jonathan Taylor is. <laughs> Clearly, I mean, this rest in peace, Naheem Hines or Naheem Hines, whatever his name is. I don't even like ketchup. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he. he He's one of those third running backs that could be cool to have when the people are on bye weeks and people get injured. Um, and I guess, I mean, <laughs> Saquon's out for the season. Sucks yeah. stuff. It doesn't seem like he values the dollar at all, really, either. You know, $40 on Naheem Hines yeah. first week. Um, yep. He had $0 left with uh, eight similar, players nominated in the draft. Similar to the to, similar to our regular draft. He's throwing, he's exactly. throwing money around like he had a higher... Budget than we did, and cash is king. And <laughs> like he started with a real, and that cash came back to bite him in the ass. He overpaid yep. for the wrong guys, and his team is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, so that rounds us out here. Um, before we get going, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Uh, it seems still better than I mean, Drake and Russell's team. Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> And that does it for the uh, for the for the team recap portion of the uh, podcast. Do you have anything else you'd like to add here before we wrap it up? Um, I'm trying to think. So, in terms of who I think are the top three best teams, okay, right now, um, and you're not in it with this McCaffrey injury, D. Yeah. I I think it's me. I think it is – I'm looking at him right now. I think Chad is one of them. Okay. And I think – yeah, Brando. Okay. I think those are the – I think those right now predicting into the future, I think those are the three best teams. Um, if the McCaffrey injury didn't happen, uh, it would have been, been me, you, and Brando. Okay. Um, my calves. I mean, that's those are yeah. that's a lot of points. Yeah, that's 35 points a week. And then I, we, I think we know who the the three worst are. Yes, we, we definitely know who the three worst are. Um, and I think you know putting Brando's interesting putting in there at uh 396 points, one and three. It, it, you know, smells a little fishy. It smells I, like there could be a trade brewing there. <laughs> I, <laughs> no trade and i got him this week and i'm gonna okay. smoke him all right i'm not even looking at like the records or points i'm literally looking at rosters right now okay and just from from a pure roster standpoint those are myself and those other two i mean he can have he can have five really really good wide receivers playing at once yeah um and chad can have three absolute monster end of the year running backs that i mean you know derrick henry come week 12 through week 16 we know he's going to be and then you got zeke and fournette that could be something similar um that's that's my mindset so i can understand that maybe maybe all three of them are out of the box because i think all three of us are want have aren't undefeated right uh yeah yeah um you have chad that's undefeated oh okay yeah and then you have you that's two and two and brando that's one and three but also, both those teams, I gave some of my good players to. So. Yep. So that, maybe that's why you like them. <laughs> it's a, it, maybe it's not a trusted trade partner, although I think it still is. So uh, we'll be on the lookout for that as the commissioner, making sure there's no funny business going on. <laughs> but, but other than that, uh, I guess that probably does it for us here 
on the podcast. Um, if you are still listening at this, uh, I think we are at the one hour and three minute mark. I do not have a guest for week three. So if you're still listening, this is your chance to know that there is no guest for week three. If you would like to come on, just let me know and we can set up a time. Uh, until then, Frankie, it was good talking to you. Uh, good luck in week three. And we will talk to the rest of you guys soon. Absolutely. Really loved it. Really enjoyed it. Um, and I'm officially saying Pat's ASC Championship game. All right. Perfect. Over and out. Sounds good. Later. Bye.